Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Hey, uh, this episode is about how to make an American quilt, a 1995 Winona Ryder film. Um, So yeah, this film, uh, to sum it up, is an adaptation, again. Um, It's another ensemble kind of story that tells the stories of different characters and different points in time, um, all sort of coming together as this like quilting group that is... Uh, Winona Ryder's grandmother's quilting group, and they're in present day making a quilt for Winona's um, wedding or pending marriage. Yes. So her character's name is Finn, and she's marrying Sam. Sam. So that's Dermot Mulrooney, right? Yes. I, I always get Dylan, Dylan McDermott. Dermot. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dermot it's not just me. <laughs> I, I mean, not just because of the Dermot, but also because I think they look the same. Yeah, and they were in like similar movies during the same time. There's yeah. too many Dermots, Dermots going on. Too much, too to much track of. So yes, she's with him, and is her grandmother Ellen Burstyn? Yes, and her, her great aunt is Anne Bancroft. Correct. A star-studded cast. Gladie Joe is Anne Bancroft as well. And uh, Maya Angelou is yep. in it. Some some good old Maya Angelou in there. I know she's great. Uh, and her Rip role, Torn is in it. There's yeah, like a weird. lot of people going on. Yeah. And Samantha Mathis is back, and she's so is back. Claire Danes. Yep. Two people that were in the last movie we talked about. Jared Leto is in it. Jared Leto is in like the same part as Claire Danes, right? Uh, the same era. The same era. Yes. Right. The same. St- is it the same story? It's the story about Anna. It's which Anna's is story. Yeah. My Angela's it, story. Yeah, yeah. But they're not in the same scene. Yeah. Correct. Crazy. And his character is very Jordan Catalano. Yeah. He's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. just the character he plays all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, what do you think we of this talk one? about it. Um, uh, I didn't mind watching it, let's say. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Didn't love it, but I felt like it was a watchable film. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I feel like obviously I like I liked Little Women better than this in the end. Though, the, as I said in the last episode, I didn't like Little Women the first viewing, mm-hmm. and then I jumped to watching this, and I didn't mind this. Mm-hmm. So then I went back and watched Little Woman, and I was like, okay, no, actually, this is the better film. Um, but I feel like I would have lumped these types of movies together in that time, just because they are like ensemble women Mm -hmm. movies that are called like chick flicks or whatever and that that's part of why i never watch these movies because i think as much as i don't like that grouping of you know putting films into that category now at the time i found it useful (laughs) to tell me what not (laughs) to watch but obviously incorrect to just not watch these films however i wouldn't say that this movie (laughs) is like the shining example of why not that you yeah. should watch them this movie's um, strange there were so yeah. many like i don't know parts that are just so 
bad and so like poorly written or just like so cheesy that this straight out of like some like fantasy world or whatever like this you know totally cheesy love story but there's parts that are really cool like how you could hear all these women's stories and how like every male character is despicable pretty much Mm -hmm. in the film and how these women have kind of survived despicable like patriarchy basically yeah (laughs) and persevere through like quilting and whatever coming together because that's how they stay strong is through whatever yeah, own. through their friendships that yeah. they keep by, like, having this quilting group. Yeah. So that whole thing is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the other business with Winona and the, the, the guy with the Boy. strawberries and the, her the boy. with the strawberries. Her, so she meets, is that the, that's the guy she meets at the beach, right? At the, yeah, the pool. And he's like, I'm an ocean swimmer. And you're like, cool. Good, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> good, good. And then he's, like, trying to feed her strawberries, like, instantly. And... She's it was reluctant weird. but intrigued yeah. at the same time. I mean, he's good looking. Leon is oh, the yeah, character's Leon. name, played by Jonathan. Oh gosh, Sachi or something? Seich? Oh. I don't know how you say his last name. I'm afraid, <laughs> but I, I recognize him. I've certainly seen him oh. in something else. What could it have been? I have not seen that guy <laughs> anywhere. Um, don't know. Anyway. Um, there was this one part where he's driving in his truck and she's like trying to avoid him. You know, she's picking up all her like whatever, her papers and uh, he's driving by in his truck and then suddenly he has strawberries in his hand. I was like, is this a joke? This I thought that like that shot with him suddenly having strawberries is like, it looked like Enticing. it was from a commercial. Like, right. you know, it was like commercials that are oriented for like straight women middle-aged straight woman like yogurt commercials <laughs> right i can see him holding a yogurt cup and and, and actually working as a good commercial and she's like no i can't He's but like, i but yeah. i couldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly you can't resist my strawberries um i thought that yeah. was so stupid anyway <laughs> it's like this whole storyline of like her mother leaving her father when she was younger i guess yeah. and then her mother saying to her like you're gonna if you get married you're gonna cheat on him or mm-hmm. something it's almost like and yes because of all these despicable men in their lives in their life stories or whatever it's it's a lot about like fidelity and infidelity and relationships monogamy and serial yeah. monogamy and like should you just have one partner right you know so this is what she's dwelling on yeah in this like pending potential I, it's so It's like, I feel like we should have a feeling going into this about whether we want Winona and Sam to be together. Mm -hmm. And we don't. Like No feeling. They they set them up as like, they've got this house, it's under construction, Sam's working on it. She's going away to stay with grandma and the quilting group while she like works on her thesis. For three months. Which yeah. is a long time, and she just takes. She's like, I need to. Th- I need to clear my head. Yeah, and she seems very much like, get out of here. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to see you for three months. Mm-hmm. And so then you're like, okay, maybe you don't want to marry this guy. <laughs> yeah, chances like- are, especially if you're like having to ask every single person that you're with about wh- you know their story and their yeah. take on love or whatever. Isn't that like, what her thesis is about? Y- well, maybe? yes, but that's also but it's her like, yeah, figuring exactly. out her own life, right? Totally. Um, and that's another thing she, she types out her, cause she's like, you know, supposed to be a Luddite, right? So she types out her stupid thesis out on a typewriter and then puts it, you know, near a window, near near a window (laughs) and there's nothing like protecting it from, you know, she just has it loosely placed 
Right. Uh, open, open, went near an open window. Right. I thought that was ridiculous. And she specifically doesn't like that. There's, oh, is her name Sophia or something? There's like yeah. one friend of her grandmother's who like she thinks is like mean to her or something. Yeah. And she like, it was just like says to her, why don't you use a computer? And she's like, oh, I don't trust computers. Computers lose things. Right. She's like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So, of course, the thesis blows away because some, like, big wind comes. Huge gust of wind. It's like a random, wind. like a tornado hits. People, you know, this, that uh, M or whatever drops your keys and she has to run into the shack, the painting shack. Was M? She was the painter's wife. Oh, right. The painter's okay. wife. Yes. The artist's yeah. wife. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the whole The whole movie is just like tales of like all these douchebag guys and what they did to all these women right yeah um, him being the main one he's the that main I can remember douchebag, anyway yeah. jared leto right was a jared douche. yeah so he what he met maya angelou when like she was once, younger yeah. and then he's like coming on to her and i guess they had sex and then she gets pregnant and gets sent away yeah but i remember his line he was just like he puts his coat on her he's like i put my coat on a girl once and she thought it was warm <laughs> Like, she could feel my body she, heat. She could or feel whatever. my body heat. <laughs> yes. Can you? And then she's like, yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> He's always gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he is again. And then Claire Danes plays what? One of the, is it the grandmother? Yeah. Uh, and Bancroft's character, oh, Gladie. Gladie Joe. Yeah. yeah. When she's younger. So then I'm confused too about that relationship. Like, so she's. Friends with Anna, because Anna comes to stay. Like, does, does do their parents run like something? So like a the foster. Took they took in yeah. pregnant women, right? So until they they're ready in, to, and yeah. then they try to. I don't know so much if the grandmother and her sister try to convince Anna, but it's more like their mother who's running this thing is like, "Don't you want to give away your baby?" And she's like, "No." No, like, and they're like, "Do what's best for your baby," and she's like, "I am doing what's yeah, best exactly. for my baby. I'm what's best for my baby." Yeah. Um, and so then does she see, it seems like she then works for the grandmother yeah. at some point, but in present day, she's not. No, they're, she was like the, the servant or whatever. Right. Uh, like when they were younger. Yeah. I guess. Uh, see again, I, I find it confusing. <laughs> the relationships, like there's just a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters and a lot of relationships and they all have deep, deep stories. So yeah. it was a lot of like, okay, this person's story now. Yeah. We're going to get through this person's Which story now. Person I'm like, oh, this? and this one has still, she has a story and she's like, Anna's daughter. Like, it's like, she has a story too. Oh and yeah. Then, yeah. Like that lady Constance's story with the chickies garden thing. Like, there was a lot going Chickies's on. Oh, and again, gosh, this was an adaptation, right? So it's just like, oh God. <laughs> There's lots of characters There's that so many characters in books, for yeah. sure. I was watching this with Meeps, and it was her first time. And I've seen this, obviously, many times. Right. But she was having trouble keeping track of everybody. She's like, who's this lady again? What happened to right. her? Did this one cheat on that one or that one? Because they all kind of look similar. Yeah. The ladies. Well, from. especially when they're younger. Like, you can keep them yeah. straight in because they're all presented to you as the Colton group. So mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, I get the idea of who's who here. But then once you start seeing their backstory, you're like, which person are we looking at right now? Uh, so, yeah, Samantha Mathis's story is the story of Sophia. I yeah. guess the one who's like mean in present day or supposed to be mean. But yeah. she's not really. I think she's kind of like she's kind of bitter. She's kind of nitpicky. Yeah. Um, says what she thinks, I guess you could say. But like, yeah, her story is sad. Cause really sad. She 
falls for a guy. He's all like, we're going to travel. I'm, I've got this job. Is he like a geologist or geologist. something? But his, yeah. even that, like her mom was like an alcoholic and was like, you're too pretty oh, to be single. Told her that like, you're too pretty to be single. You, she, you have to just marry. And then she didn't know what she wanted for life. She's like, I guess I'll just marry this guy. Right. She married and then the, she like he's like, Oh, we'll travel together and yeah. you're a diver, so you can like swim in all these places and I'll do my geology and it'll be great and then like immediately she gets pregnant and is taking care of the babies while he's traveling. And then it continues. Like she yeah. keeps having babies yeah. and he keeps traveling and then their relationship is just nothing. Crappy. Yeah. It's, crappy I mean, it leave. seemed like he, maybe he, he was, was trying to like keep her happy, but like he's like, I'll build you a pond. But it wasn't in the enough, yeah. Yeah. It's and like he's too late. Like he just couldn't figure out why she wasn't happy yeah but it's like you, you did all the things that that's not what you promised in the beginning right mm-hmm. of this relationship and so then but the, the worst part is then he's just like oh i can't make you happy kate see you later and, and he, he just leaves. like packs up and leaves her with all those children that's not gonna help no. she's unhappy because she's bogged down with all these children <laughs> leaving her with all of them by herself is not the solution no so yeah that was a sad one yeah, I mean, this is a kind of depressing movie, I think, too. Like, yeah, it's like you watching, like, see, like, these elderly women deal with, like, things that will eventually everybody has to face, right? Like, you know, the death of a husband or, like, your husband's dying. How do you react? Or, like, right. what happens after that? Or do you move in with your sister, even though you guys have a weird history? And there's a lot of, a lot of shit. Lot and of I levels. like a lot of these actresses. So yeah. I enjoyed kind of seeing them have, like friendships that was nice um but yeah ultimately and winona comes off as like a flaky little yeah something who doesn't really know anything yeah yeah the worst the worst part of the film and i don't know if you agree i don't know if you notice this but at the end you know they give her they give her the quilt they've made this the whole movie they're making this quilt they give her the quilt put it on her as she sleeps and then she goes outside wraps a quilt around her and runs out but She's dragging the quilt through the dirt uh, as she's running, and the quilt gets all dirty. Even as she she's in the van at the end with Sam, and the quilt is on the half of it's on the ground. I'm like, they just made this, and they're uh, talking about perfection in a quilt and like have having its beauty being shown. And she's running around dragging it through the dirt. I was uh, like, this is. I didn't notice that, but yeah. My aunt Jackie actually That's pointed terrible. it out to me originally, and she was like, "This is terrible." I'm like, "You're right. This is awful. Like the whole point of the movie is this damn quilt, and she just destroyed it in the last scene or whatever." That would be such a thing my mom would notice, too. My mom is always like, when people get mad and mess things up in movies, she's like, who has to clean that up? So <laughs> she would have been like, you're making the quilt all dirty. What are you doing? Um, but yes. But like the romantics would say, oh, she was following the crow. She wanted to have the quilt with right. her. That's what I was paying attention to was the following of the crow because someone else, Anna, had followed yes. the crow. And a letter to her. No, Anna's no, great grandmother. Or something. Oh, yeah. And, and the, so, yeah, the crow led her to her husband, and that's how her family story started. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of mediocre. There's good moments. There's good people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a standout Winona moment. No. She was just kind of, like, supporting the the older ladies, I think. Though I'm sure she was the star. Oh, yeah. She it. was definitely yeah, the... like, she's the picture. Her face, everything. Yeah. yeah Promoted-wise. And, like... It does center on her story, and like she's like the narrator telling the tale of all these old ladies, I guess. Um, 
apparently in the book they actually had quilting patterns and stuff. I know somebody who, who was like, I didn't like the movie, didn't really like the book, but I liked the quilting patterns. Oh, interesting. I learned it to, like, I used it to make my own quilt or whatever. That's so. kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that they had that. I don't know why it was called American Quilt. I guess it's because it's an American tale. <laughs> I guess. Took place in America. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's telling t- the story of American history, too, yeah. in a way. Because, slavery. like, of slavery and everything that was happening in their their pasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the similarity... It's not similar to Little Women, other than that it's an ensemble cast. It's a adaptation but ruined manuscripts yes. <laughs> happen in both yep true she's a writer again this time she just loses it and everybody kind of like comes together it's almost like they're quilting it back together yes, again because they all the find it around yeah. town in front in their front yards or whatever and they're like and through that windstorm all, all the stuff happens like through yeah. their relationships you know sophia dips her feet in a pond for the first time and i guess her whole life since the guy made right the that's pond. the pond that the guy made yeah her, right? and then like what's her name goes into the art studio and then she sees all the paintings that are of her right so that was her that was another big thing like my husband actually loves me he doesn't yeah. just i mean he does cheat on her all the time yeah. but he doesn't just cheat on her all the time he also loves her yeah um which i don't know i guess she i mean it was enough for her to stay with him before so i guess it sort of improved it a bit i also liked um Glady joe's smash wall when she like took oh, out yes. her anger on rip torn she would throw a smash all these like porcelain shit, porcelain shit. And then she just ended up making plastering that porcelain stuff into the wall of the laundry room. So the whole walls of the laundry room were covered in her smashes, which yeah. is expression of her creative or creative expression or something like of that. Her anger. Yeah, I yes. did. I did like that. That was nice. And then she took it down to like say that she forgives her sister. Right. She's past it. Yes. It's a lot of that. I like when they, the... Glady Joe and High Smoke Pot. That was funny. I enjoyed that. I also made a note that I enjoyed <laughs> that part. Smoking Pot with Ellen Burstyn and Anne Bancroft. That's what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I mean, I feel like, again, maybe, I don't know. I should have, I intended to read up on this again, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know about you. If you did, no. <laughs> That's a nope face. Um, but I like it. Just feels like a film where like Winona was like, "Cool, I get to work with these amazing women. Yeah. Let's do this movie." Mm-hmm. I feel like that's enough of a reason to have done. Oh, it. absolutely. Because she probably she watched all those, all these uh, actresses on on the big screen. You know, her yeah, whole life. So yeah, she's yeah, probably yeah. like, "Oh my god, I get to work with Anne Bancroft. You know, yeah. Mrs. Robinson. Um, you know, totally. So it's very. It was pr- probably really exciting. I would have been excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> totally. It's great. And now, uh, uh, what's her name? Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw is her mom. She plays the mom. I don't even remember her really. Like, I, you know, I guess she had a story in this. And I read Roger Ebert's review and he said that was one of the best parts was her story. And she was just giggling the whole time. And she was just like, don't worry. She was just kind of being like a hippie mom. Yeah. I honestly only remember her coming and like sitting down and talking to Winona. Yeah, I think there was was only one scene. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought maybe I forgot. (laughs) Yeah. And in the cast, maybe there's deleted scenes. But in the cast, it says... um, Winona's father. Oh yeah, I don't remember him. But he him. definitely was not in the movie. It was Adam Baldwin? Adam, who's really awful. Yeah. And I wonder if he's just like 
visually somehow like in a flashback Maybe he's of in a photo or, or something, something. Yeah. Or, yeah, there's a all these photos so yeah right yeah because i i remember being like you that's who that credit is for being in a photo? i guess so yeah he's highly like he's up at the top on imdb yeah. <laughs> for this he's i didn't yeah i don't remember seeing him <laughs> i think also there's just like cliche movie things like don't they drive in a car and sing a song together yeah, yeah. <laughs> neil diamond she's right. got the way to move me that's right yeah so yeah that's i mean okay if we're gonna label this a chick flick or at least talk about why it was labeled one at the time that would have been one of the key elements of like singing Road. a song t- yeah. together um this i don't know is just sort of like a crappy movie cliche thing like i don't even remember who did it i wrote down that a guy gets in the bathtub with his clothes on. The painter. Right. Uh, after, like, uh, the, during the flashback, she says, like, oh, I'm going to leave you. And she's in the tub and he's lying on the bathtub floor, bathroom floor. And then he just dramatically gets in the bathtub and says, don't leave me. Right. That's and she does. And then she, thing. she gets and she's very pregnant and then she returns. Oh, right. Right. There's a funny scene where the uh, the parents are putting her suitcases back into her, to the his car, car. His yeah. car. Like. They don't even know the results of this conversation yet, but they're just, yeah, they're rid of, they want to like, be rid of she her. She should be with her husband. It yeah. doesn't matter what he did. Yeah. It's also, I mean, it's funny and it's also sad. It's like, oh, she's just being like foisted back onto her husband. Yeah. Like she doesn't get much of a choice in it. But yeah, the man getting in. I think I just watched Batman versus Superman or whatever. And oh God. Superman got in the bathtub with his clothes on. And I was like, why do you, well, who does this? And then and he, I, I saw think, it again. Just yeah, now. He, but he even had shoes on this guy and the painter. It's terrible. Ugh. It's terrible stuff. <laughs> and uh, at the, in the quarry where when Samantha Mathis is with the guy at the beginning and they're like courting or whatever. And she pretends that like she's drowned, and so he jumps in the water, and he jumps in with his shoes on and everything. And I was like, "Oh, what a mean trick!" Because <laughs> now he has like wet shoes, wet everything, just because you you pretended to be drowning and now you're alive. Yeah, I thought that was a mean trick. Christina Ricci does that in um, now and then. Oh, really? Yes. Pretends. Pretends to drown, to drown. and then she actually does almost drown in mermaids. mermaids. She's yes. got a lot of drowning moments in True. her career. Yeah. Who knows? There could be more. I haven't followed her. <laughs> um, well, this movie I haven't seen a like American Quilt. I haven't seen it very many times. I've seen it enough. I have mm-hmm. it on VHS. I think I had the movie poster. Sounds seems like something I would have. Um, I did have that poem kind of memorized. The one where she goes. Um, Anna's daughter goes to France and meets the poet, and he writes her. He doesn't oh, even right. know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't know his name, but he, he she has this poem. And it's, uh, well, now I don't have it memorized, but it's young lovers seek perfection. Old lovers learn the art of sewing shreds together and of seeing beauty in a multiplicity of patches. Sweet. I always thought that was a nice, nice line. Yeah. I mean, she fell for him based on that. That. Yeah. That was one thing in, um, what's his name? In uh, Ebert's review he said it's not a good poet but oh well <laughs> or whatever i'm like whoa <laughs> uh, that was mckelty williamson that played that that was uh bubba gump oh was, i don't know that wasn't his name obviously his name wasn't gump no his oh, name uh, was bubba i guess bubba. <laughs> um but he's also in con air 
with Nicholas Cage. Uh. But yeah, I recognized him. <laughs> he had like a fake beard, I think, on. He looked yeah. like he was in disguise in yeah. this movie. He looked like a, <laughs> someone in disguise. Which like trench coat. Kind of interesting because she's saying he's this mystery Mysterious, mystery man that yeah. she didn't know his name, even though he has a name in the credits. His name's Winston. Oh, why did they give him a name if he's a guy who has no name? I don't Winston, know. so confusing. That's so weird. Yeah, I was waiting. I was like, oh, maybe that story has more. Like maybe more will come out. She did find him at the end, and his name's Winston. Nope, nope. Just nope. for the purposes of the credits, yeah. or maybe in the book, maybe he had the name Winston in the book, and they just didn't go further into it in the story, in the movie. But anyway, lots of people in this. Yep. Didn't didn't make it a great movie, though. No. Uh, Winona wears this red blazer. Did you notice that weird red blazer she was wearing? No. Okay. <laughs> it was like this red, and it had, I think it looked like a pretzel on, oh. on the um, on the side lapel there. Lapel or something. Lapel, yeah. yeah. And I, it was distracting. I was like, why is there a pretzel, pretzel <laughs> patch on her jacket? Huh. Why is she wearing a pretzel for? Anyway, that was it. I mean, there was something I thought I would enjoy about this movie because I liked, you know, her like getting away to the grandma's house and like hanging out with this like group of women that she's known her life, her whole life. And like they know her and they're making this quilt for her and like the meaningfulness of that. But I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. doesn't pan out to me. I don't know. It was like too like I don't know, too hippy dippy almost. Like she was I too guess. like But she nice. also wasn't like taking advantage of that no, being yeah, with yeah. these women. Like certainly she was talking to them enough for her thesis, but again, this is like what, her fourth thesis? Like she kept like writing yeah. these theses and and uh giving up on them. Yeah. Part way through. So this And is... then I remember that Ellen Burstyn line, she was just like, Oh, must be nice to like easily get rid of something and start fresh you're just like saster and she's yeah. like oh, fuck good point good point good point mm-hmm. yeah yeah and she was ready when this one blew away to be like oh well i always just start another one so i'll just start a new one and was it sophia that found parts of it and yeah. was reading it and was like this is really good you need yeah. to actually finish see this, this one yeah. through so yeah Good moments, some good moments, but not super. Yeah, I don't like know. if it's a rainy day, Sunday, and you need something to watch, <laughs> give it a whirl. If you're desperate, lunch. if you need, if you need like an easy breezy <laughs> story with like strong women and shitty men, this is it. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> I think it also maybe doesn't help that I only watched it once. I tend to try and watch these movies at least twice and. This was the first time I've watched this movie, so I might have had a completely different... Like I did with Little Women, I had a different view of it different the take. second time I watched it. Maybe I would have got more committed to it if I'd watched it again. But you've watched it a bunch of times, and you feel the same way. Yeah, pretty Though much. Though over time, did, do you think you went in different well, waves I with think, it? I think it's always been consistently like, okay, I can watch this. It's watchable. It's yeah. just not the best of things to watch. Yeah. I think and I'd like it better if it was like a comforting watch I d- or something. I did appreciate this time around, like the older woman's stories more. Right. I was a little dismissive. I was just like, Oh, come on. But now that I'm older, I'm older myself. Yep. <laughs> it was, uh, it was better. It was better. Okay. Their stories. I think their stories are good. Right. Yeah. It's good to revisit since it's about different times in people's lives, good to yeah. revisit it at different times in your life. For sure. Cool. 
What is next? That was that movie. What is next? Is it another adaptation? Because I will die. I don't know. It's boys. boys. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Again, like, I think we're really dipping into I haven't seen these movies area. It's a strange Um, time. And I have not. I have not seen boys. Very transitional time, I think, in her career at this point. From American Quilt up until Girl Girl Interrupted, we'll see some very different films. Girl Interrupted I have seen, and that may very well be the next movie that I've actually seen. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm trying to look at this to see. Oh, no. I've seen seen Alien Resurrection, so that'll be the next one. And that's pretty soon. So cool. Well... Yeah, come back for 1996. Invoice. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.